0: You're tuning in to this week's Revival Recap. Let's hear what's happening in the life of our church. Well, hi everybody, welcome back to our Revival Recap. Uh, this is going to be a little bit different this time. We're not discussing um, our sermons or preaching or anything from this past weekend. We actually just wanted to jump into this year and get a feel for the heart of where we're going, sort of get everybody on the same track. I feel like we're kind of there ready, but there's so much more that we can just, I guess, refine our uh, our focus, which uh, is something Joaquin preached recently. Hey, Joaquin, how are you doing? I see what you did there. Very <laughs> slick. Yeah, so um, I'm looking forward to this. Um, we're just going to chat and shoot the breeze and see what's going on. We also have Dylan with us who uh, has gotten dragged in because he was making (laughs) comments. You were making comments, (laughs) and this is your punishment.
1: Yes.
0: About... um, Yes, not being on camera, but just having a face for radio.
1: So here you are. Oh, I have a face for radio. Hey, <laughs> Join thank the Thank you club. so much, I, man. I can feel the encouragement off of my face for radio. It's not what my wife says. Uh,
2: oh, that is one of the messages that we were supposed to touch on: is the culture of encouragement. So have got a and there it is. for this.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's all about how you take it. I mean, it's a good. It can be a good thing. Oh, you yeah. Know? Oh, could yeah. be a good thing. Well, no, I'm really stoked that you're here, man, because uh, I want to also just touch on your heart for worship for the year and where we're at and stuff. So, yeah, which one of you want to, uh, want to kick us off? Up to well, you. do You're, Don't fight you're, about you're the
2: lead. We'll follow you, Clint. <laughs> where do you want to go?
0: All right. Keen. so, um, you know, we were thinking let's break away from our usual recap. Uh, but there are two messages that you've started the year off with us. The mm-hmm. one was exactly that—the power of encouragement—and mm-hmm. the other one had to do is refining our vision and our focus. Um, yeah. Let's do a real quick minute or so on this. Why are these two now? What are you feeling heading into this year? You go mm-hmm. ahead and uh, and lay some uh, say, lay, lay lay a lane for us.
2: Yeah, it, the encouragement message I think was right before the the new year, um, and uh, the refine the focus after. But they both were. In my heart, laying foundation for the year and, and where we're going, um, I really felt the um, uh, the culture empowerment message uh, stirred by the spirit to give that message in that in that season. I think there's a lot of promise on 2020 and where we're going. And I was talking with some other people earlier. It feels like we're sitting on a rocket ship, and yeah. which yeah. is which is yeah. a good thing. Uh, uh, so many individual it's like conversations. Like an Acme cartoon? It, is yeah, yeah it, it feels like <laughs> that a little I guess, bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we need the big net come out uh, of the sky and uh, catch uh, us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just so many people sitting on amazing potential ideas. Uh, I mean, just you and I talking about what God's opening yeah. for you in this season, yeah. but Jeez. you multiply that a hundred times over. It's mm-hmm. just the whole environment is just supercharged right now. Um, but in that it's not just where we're going, but how we get there Uh, that really in the end, when we look back is going to, is going to judge the quality of what we, what we've built, you know? And, and so it can't be about um, just the end goal and results. um, But, but about going there together, going there as a family um, and bringing everyone along with us. So this, this idea of uh, the culture of empowerment is, it's so important, so foundational and it, it, lends strength and breathes life into everything that you do and you know even when you have a bunch of visionary people around people who aren't in that visionary season or aren't in that open door everything's wide open for me they can actually feel more lost they can feel increasingly separated or left out um, if everyone else around them is running full speed so just the ability to uh, you know encouragement you break it down it's actually the ability to impart courage courage right. for people to run, courage for people to believe, courage for people to dream. You know, when you start stoking that fire again, you know, impossibilities start start waking up around people so. Well, let's throw a couple tags out here just off the top of our
0: heads. What uh, what has already started to surface into this year? I think building, land, projects i think that Mm -hmm. you know there's been a some prophetic word about that as well just this past weekend we had steve backlin here this past weekend that's encouragement yeah just just a little bit just a little bit right (laughs) just a little bit i needed that
1: in
0: my life um what else have we got uh the dolls have moved here i mean it's amazing you see this sort of strength of rebar Mm -hmm. almost in the way coming in to what's being built i mean they're amazing yeah uh, what else is out there that are just sort of tags that are on the radar? Uh,
2: and the uh, Charles and Marquita Patterson just told us this week that they're making Bethel Austin their home church. Wow. And for people who don't know, yeah. they were the the longtime pastors of Church in the Hills, which was the flagship for renewal, uh revival of church in the in the region for decades, you know, and they and wow. they since have retired, um and they and they they coach pastors you know and um but but they were looking for a church home for their for themselves for quite a while and so they've been coming around for for a while but they said hey no they're putting a stake in the ground they're like this is our tribe this is our family so you know just the wisdom history and strength that they build you know god's just doing so much so wow that's amazing all right
0: dylan you're up my turn your turn
1: ah thanks for having me what's going on yeah of course what's uh, going on man what's happening what's so hot what's happening in worship or in life i'm a dreamer so i've always got something going on um i'm always 10 dreams ahead um there was something that joaquin just said that reminded me um of something that chris valton said years ago um you were talking about courage and uh, I, I actually think that this is something for our church, and I think this is something that we've been stepping into, and I think that, that we're about to go even further. Chris said that boldness isn't the absence of fear; it's the presence of courage. Mm. And um, and he he actually might have even said it around, around the other way. He might have said, uh, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, that courage isn't the absence of fear; it's the presence of boldness. And um, yeah, that's actually how he said it. And so. Um, I I remember that, and I just, like, as I'm dreaming, I'm like, you know, there are little fears that that can come up, you know? there There's things like space that can come up of, like, will there be enough space? There's things like money. Will there be enough money? Will there be enough people? Will I have enough energy? It, God, is there enough of you to go around? It, you know, stuff like that. And and every single time I'm, I met with this this presence of the Holy Spirit coming in, bringing boldness that gets us on the other side of, of the fear of, of those mm, little things yeah. that can come in and can keep you from destiny and can keep you from from stepping into the realities of revival. And um, so I just I've, I oh. felt really stirred by by you even just releasing the word courage. I'm like, ooh, I can I can feel the spirit of boldness coming in because fear happens. It it's in there. And we we just want to move right past it. I want to confront that thing, get past it, and move with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Wow. So for me, for for this year, um, I know you've been talking about refinement um, at the beginning of the year. Michelle and I, my wife, uh, we were also talking about refinement as well. And refinement for us in in the worship community and um, in, in this community that serves the church that's that's here. We love we love our people. We're talking about refinement in a couple of areas, and and one is skill um musically but honestly skill musically is not that important to me um, it, it's really refinement of my spirit refinement of my heart and one thing that we we look for is we are always looking for who are the people that are worshipers that are true worshipers and i would say that that our body is a is a body of worshipers and sometimes you need to be reminded who you are and i want to i want to actually just step into the refinement of god who do you say i am and what is our inter- interaction and relationship? And w- when you're a musician, you're always looking to bring your skill to the next level. And I'm like, guys, if, if we could just put our skill down for a second and go, I want to I stare into the face of the Lord, and I want to get into true divine relationship with Him and divine romance with Him as mm-hmm. well. And honestly, like when I am so passionately in love with my wife, then everything else, like I don't even think about it, but everything gets better. And so my skill going to go to the next level because I I'm so passionate about who he is and why we're doing this and and what's the interaction here and so refinement there for us is is really big um, right now and then there's there's another thing even in that um, I felt like the Holy Spirit was releasing to me hey make sure that people are known I want wow. I, I want them to be known I don't want them to just be seen and and definitely sometimes in in the church world and in worship world. Um, you you see people that are they are heroes and they're amazing but sometimes you strive to be one of those people that are just seen a lot of those people aren't known very well and they're known by some of their relationships that are around them but i i really want um, anyone who's in in our worship realm to be known and to know anybody like i want to be able to step off the stage I, I want things to be normal life of hey i'm up here leading you're up here leading but we're one in this. this I, I've said this from the stage multiple right. times, like, we're all the worship team here. Yeah. Let's come together, and let's not make it this separation. And, and so I really feel this thing of, I want our, our bands to be known, our worship leaders to be known, but I want our people to be known as well. And um, so I've, I've really been challenging the worship team, um, our community, to get out there and go, man, let's prophesy. You're great at leading worship, can you prophesy? Yeah, that's You're great. You're great at leading worship, yeah. can you love? You're great at playing the drums. Can you go give somebody a hug? You're great at you're great at playing guitar, man. Can you pour a coffee oh. for someone? You know, uh, and and so the, and then the other thing that I'm getting, and this is this is a message for me for my whole life is, I'm always feeling how can I serve the Lord unto Him, um, where I'm giving back to Him what's His, and and I just want to be I, I want to walk into the truth and the reality of of what our service is. It's Lord, I'm just giving you back what you've already given me, and. Um, and I don't want it to be this thing of I have to earn who you are, like I have to earn our relationship. It's no God, you gave this to me. This isn't really mine in the first place. you gave it to me. I want to be able to give this back as as a beautiful offering and um it just I think that releases us into a place of freedom of man, God, the sky's the limit with you because this is all yours anyway, and you've steward you let me steward this and um so we're we're doing that, we're going after refinement, refinement of the heart, purity of heart. I man, I want a pure heart so desperately. Um, my wife does so desperately, and uh, we're we're moving after that. We want it, um, and then we're going after uh, people being seen and people being known, mm. um, and then we're going after what does it look like to truly serve. So wow,
0: Very good. I love that. Very good. I'm glad we got you here. I want to ask you something because we don't often get to speak to you about this, and uh, you know, I, I always say it's, it's what you've touched on already is that there's a big difference between playing songs or perfecting music Mm -hmm. and actually leading into the throne room. I think you do a phenomenal job at leading us into the throne room. But there are also those intimate sides where there's so much intimacy that you're enjoying while you worship. That a lot yeah. of us are left going, oh, I want intimacy like that too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's also this whole thing that we probably have the longest worship services on the planet at the moment <laughs> outside of China, <laughs> right? Like,
2: <laughs> which yeah, we love. I feel like they're which short. Which we love. I know, right? But
0: <laughs> there are people that come in
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they I've seen people leave during worship. Because sure. they're like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. I'm used to the packaged, you know, mm-hmm. uh, three fast songs, three slow songs, and then mm-hmm. on we go. And so I want to get um your uh, insights, your perspective, your more than your heart, but what are you experiencing when we worship and then we're going longer and longer and longer? What is it that is that we should be catching on to sure. outside of a time and and sort of format
1: yeah space well I, I love that i you actually just said something interesting outside of time. God is outside of time, and I think we get into these supernatural moments. There are moments, it's it's usually not the whole service, but there are these moments that happen where it's like, man, I feel like I'm outside mm. of time with you, God. And Aww. I feel like a lot of people in the room are also outside of time with you. And and it's I, I think it's this beautiful gift that when Holy Spirit um, comes closer, because He's in the room, He's in us, there's like He's in us. Thank you, God, you're here. I don't really have to invite you to come, but Eddie said this a long time ago, I think it was about a year ago, and it was so awesome, he goes the reason why we sing these songs like, God, would you come? Would you come into the room? It's, it's really, would you come closer? Would you, would you come and reveal yourself to me? And, uh, I've actually been student on that for about a year. It, it rocked me. And, uh, because I've sung those lyrics and, and they're my, they're my own lyrics sometimes. And I, and I don't even realize what I'm singing. And so, uh, that was a that was a beautiful revelation of God would you come closer? When he comes closer, I think it's easier to get into those moments where it's we're outside of time. It's bliss. Um, there's also sometimes, you know there is uh, singing, theres there's worshiping from my soul and there's uh, singing and worshiping from my spirit. There's prophetic worship and there's soul worship. It's all great. Soul worship is awesome. That's me just going, God, I want to sing you my love songs prophetic worship is actually when God's actually opening up and He's releasing a word that is for the now and for the future. And then we actually step into those moments where we start singing that. I'm actually starting to sing, I, I'm hearing the Lord, I'm getting a download of God is saying, this is happening in the room, this is for now, mm-hmm. or hey, we're about to step into this, start singing this. And so there, there are moments where literally I'm, I'm having this soul worship where I'm singing a love song just me to him so fun it's so pleasant and then i'll get this download and it'll shift and and i can feel it and i know i know a lot of the times our band can feel it as well um, they like to say that we start moving or dylan starts moving prophetically when i start pacing back and forth on the stage yeah yeah we see that yeah so we, see that. Yeah. we need a
0: shoe sponsor for you man yeah. we, need a, we need to wear those things out you're usually not wearing shoes but maybe we need a sock sponsor for you
1: but a lot of the time it, like, i i get so excited yeah. And a lot of our worship leaders, they get so excited because it's like, man, I am listening all the time to God, what are you saying? And then it's so funny the moments He chooses or or when, let's say, we're in a, a, a band dynamic moment where something weird happens, someone hits an off note, my voice cracks. I actually had a really powerful encounter when I had one of the worst voice cracks um, this last year. and And it was so freeing. Because I don't strive for for perfection, I actually don't want it, yeah, but I want to give him my best and mm. um so yeah we man, I would just say we we get kind of caught up and um one thing we're looking for, and Joaquin actually is uh, has championed us in this as he goes, guys don't live for the moment, go after the momentum of what God's doing, which for us like we have these long these long services where we worship is pleasure. I mean, it's, it's why we're here. It's why I want to be here, because I want to worship with my friends and my yeah. family. And, uh, but we, we also want to remember, hey, not everything has to get solved in this moment. There is momentum. We're, mm. we're here, and I can't wait for the rest of this week. Not even next Saturday. It's, God, what are you doing on Sunday? What are you doing on Monday? Yeah. What, are you, what are you continually taking me into? Mm. And most of us from the worship team, are worship doesn't stop for us uh, when it hits Sunday, we love to worship. It's why we're up there. It's why it's right. why Michelle and I and Joaquin and Eddie and Renee and Megan. It's why we chose the, this team because the, these are people who know how to steward their lives in worship. Right. And uh, no. so that's that's a lot of, of what we step into. I hope that answers. Yeah, your totally. Question.
0: I mean, I got I just got two more short things for you. We get back to Joaquin. I mean, we. You know, I just thought you were worshiping really long to make his preaching shorter. I just thought that's oh. I, I didn't know. I didn't know there was so much depth. Oh, Eddie has definitely spirit.
1: come up to me. He's come up to me at the start of a service and he goes, hey, man, uh, Holy Spirit said, just let you go tonight. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And it's always a night where we we do rehearse, but we don't over-rehearse. Mm. I, I, we we love to to know where we're going to set a platform for a launching pad for God. We would like to start here, and then where would yeah. you like to take us? That rocket ship we were just talking about. Yeah. Where would you like to take us? We'll prepare, but I don't want to over yeah, prepare to Because you I plan break from the set list
0: and all that. I mean, you like. If I am
1: leading, a- we have never done an actual <laughs> set from my set list. And every every band member would laugh at that because it's kind of true. Because um, I do lead out of a lot of, um, yes, emotion, uh, but it's re- a lot of it's passion. Yeah. So there's emotional worship, and then there's passionate worship, which right. I believe are two different things. And um, I, I can be moved by the Holy Spirit very quickly, because this is this is my life. It's always been my life since I was a little boy. Mm. Um, and I, I again, I, I'm in love.
0: What did you say to somebody who might listen to, to Bethel Austin before they come here, or see us on Facebook, or this or that, and come in the door not expecting, wow, this long worship set— um, and are not used to that. What what should somebody be doing in that space? Because it does take a bit of, a bit of spiritual training or even you know physical training or whatever to get used to. I don't know how to put it, but to get used to this sort of lengthy worship. Yeah, sure. If they're feeling oh I'm not really dialed in, you know some people can feel disheartened uh, at that point. Yeah. What did yeah, you say I, to them?
1: Oh, I think I I think I have something profound. I hope. Um, there was a there was a leader in my life years ago who told me that if everyone in the room is not standing, then we are not actually worshiping. And uh, I remember hearing that, and I'm like, oh, that is the response that I have to get for us to be able to enter into worship. And uh, I don't believe that's true. Um, I actually do believe we are called to stand. Um, There are different, there are seven Hebrew words for praise of why we praise God, how we praise God, how we're supposed to move ourselves and be moved by Him and also create an, an offering and a praise throne for God. There's a, there's a I could go deep into that. But actually, what I would say to those people and what they're going to receive in our house is we actually want to go after encounter, not mimicry. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not looking for people to all raise their hands. I'm not looking for everybody to stand or everybody to be sloshed on the floor. I'm not looking for that. <clears throat> I want people to really encounter the Lord. And so if we could invite them in and just say, this is a place of encounter. And also what's wonderful is, yes, I get to steward some of that. I don't steward all of it. I have a, 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 an amazing team around me, and then um, our pastoral team. Amazing. At, we're all teaching this together. Um, our, I would say one of the best things is we have greeters who are already it, it, they're already loaded, like ready to go. And so as people are, are coming in, they're already inviting encounter over people. And so it's less that I would coach somebody of like this is what you do. It's more of no, this is who we are and this is, this is the invitation. this is this is the place setting at the table of would you come and just encounter? If you don't know how to encounter, don't worry, I'm sure someone's going to come over and prophesy over you and start speaking what heaven's saying. So I want people to hear what God is saying, what, what heaven is revealing in the room, and sometimes that's them sitting down and watching. Mm. It, it is. Now, if I live a whole life of sitting down and watching, um, my engagement with, uh, let's say, my spouse is not going to be great if I just wash my spouse. I want to interact. And so there are levels, and I would say that it's perfectly great, perfectly fine to come in and, and slowly engage and figure out, man, who am I in this place? am I known am I seen do I hear god yeah i don't know if i don't know if i can hear god and just to slowly just just be able to to soak in those settings sometimes and then this is the other thing i would say that we all have a, a spirit within us when your spirit jumps i would respond to that jump and i think for years and years and years we haven't allowed as a christian body when our spirit is moved we haven't allowed our our physical being to move with, with my spirit. And it's my spirit that leads me, not my brain and not my soul. It's my spirit that leads me to the spirit of God. And, uh, and so I would say when you feel that inkling, I would get up and I would move, I would do something, I would pace, I would, you know, something uh, along those lines. So
0: what's the, uh, last one, then I shall let you go. Oh, yes. What is the importance of sort of joining in worship together from the beginning, because I see in a lot of charismatic churches, not to make it legalistic or anything like that, but, you know, there are more rigid churches where the service starts at this time and thou shalt be there at said yes. time, <laughs> you know, where a lot of sort of non-denominational charismatic Pentecostal churches, people sort of filter in through worship as if it's sort of the pre-show in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. What's what's the dynamic of being there in the beginning and going on the the whole worship journey that day instead of sort of just you know, coming in halfway through and sure, tagging on.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think that's a really great question. Um, so why why do we start with musical worship and then we progress through the rest of the of the service is that is that kinda uh, are asking? In a way, me? I'm
0: more I'm more asking about what's the what's the importance of being there for the start? To, like the first song. Oh, great. We join in, we start worshiping together, as yeah. opposed to, oh, you know, worship is long, I'm just gonna get there in thirty minutes uh-huh. and you know, that's what I'm Oh, this is
1: a great question. (laughs) Let me use an example of 20 year old Dylan, um, uh, back in a, in a church that I actually loved that had amazing worship actually. And I would skip worship all the time when I was 20 years old, because I didn't know the importance of it. And, um, and I would go, well, I really just need the revelation from the speaker. I, I don't really need to sing songs and I love to sing. And, um, I think that there is actually a renewing of our mind when we're singing um, worship, when we're singing these songs, and then when we're singing together. So when two or more are gathered, there he is, okay? I think that that's a really beautiful thing of, no, I'm coming in partnership, inviting the Lord. And then there's this thing of the the worship that we're singing, it is a renewal of my mind. I am singing declarations over my life and over the people around me. It is not just self-centered. It's not just for me. It's actually for the people around me, and I'm making declarations about my city, my nation, the world, um, because, and I want to come in agreement. It's like when we pray. Why, when we why when we pray do do I want somebody to say, "Amen, brother." You know, <laughs> right. why, why am yeah. I looking? Why am I yeah. looking for that? Is I actually want agreement. Right. I, I want to know, like, is is this good? Is this righteous? Um, and I I think that it is incredibly powerful when a body of believers gets together. They start singing one declaration about who the Lord is. I think the earth shakes. I think the spiritual realm goes crazy. I think the angelic is stirred, is is moved. Um, I said this a while a while back, and I I know some people had a hard time with this, but I was like, man, I think when we worship, I think the angels get way more stirred to worship, and they're they're in the presence of the Lord. But there's something about, man, do you know what's happening on earth right now? a group of people are getting together and they and literally there, there's a renewal of their mind and they they're singing their love songs and the angels are like i just want more i want more i'm i'm stirred i think it i think it moves the the supernatural realm um and then man i i just think there's something about being next next to my brother so being on time like being there it's like i want to get to the party i don't want to do the i have to be 15 minutes late fashionably to, late yeah, yeah. the fashionably late yeah. I, I am, my spirit is like crying out to be with Which would other.
0: be a weird way to arrive in heaven one day, right? Perhaps yeah. Be late. Hey,
1: Jesus, Jesus, I will <laughs> I will come to the dinner table, um, but only after like six or seven people have joined because I don't want to be the first. I'm yeah. like, man, I want to be the first one there. Jesus is there. Mm-hmm. Jesus is there. Man, he is ready for me. Like he set the place. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to waste my time. I, 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 it's, man, the, I mean, the scripture where... Um, uh, they they set a, a feast and no one comes and so they have to go out um, like all the rich people they don't come because they think they've got it they think they've got everything under control I think I've got my life under control and no one comes and so they go man go get anyone in the streets and bring them to my house you know I I, I just wanna I want a banquet with them and I like I I feel like that it's it's he set this beautiful banquet and and we are a part of that as well and uh, I'm just so excited to be the first one in the door. And I and I always have been. I moved past my 20-year-old self pretty quickly because I actually had a divine revelation of of what worship is, what it is. It's me giving back to Him what He's already given me, and it, man, it is so pleasurable. It is so amazing. It's my honor to be able to give that in my in a beautiful sacrifice, and I get really passionate about it. I mean, yeah. I know you. That's you guys what we want, man. We we see me. I, yeah, that's what we need. I, yeah. you know, in my driest moments, I am still passionate about the Lord because I know Him. I yeah. know him in my hardest moments. I am so, I I'm so in love. So yeah.
0: Well, I'm gonna say thank you. And uh you know, it sounds weird to say this, but congratulations on building a great team, you know? Well,
1: thank you. We were just we over We a, a killer team. Yeah, a killer I'm team. I'm so proud you know? of this team.
0: But you've yeah. led it well, man, and you've led them and us into the throne room and we see that and you right. guys Thanks. do it every week and we yeah. see that coming off others and I, it does flow from the top, you know. So Thank you for your leadership and, and congratulations yeah, on gathering some really incredible well, people that we you. get to experience their gift of worship, you know, and be part of that and, and lead us on the journey into that beautiful space. Thanks so much. We're yeah. going
1: higher and higher and higher. I love it. Get ready. To what do you think
0: is going to happen to worship this year?
1: Oh my gosh. We, uh, we, I got I to I <laughs> say,
0: okay. With a brief answer, what is, what is going to happen to worship this year? Man, <laughs> Man,
1: it's There's a song, Maverick City Music, just put out, and I'm so stirred by it. And I haven't led it, but I've actually asked um, some people around me to lead it so that I can be led in that song. Um, And it just says, he keeps on getting better. It keeps on getting better. And I I just really feel like there's there's a stirring where we will not be complacent. And I will not get tired of singing the same song for the rest of my life. Mm. I I could do that for the rest of my life, and, I'll, I, and I will. yeah. And I think there's even more than that, too. And uh, so I just think it's, it's just going to keep on getting better, and uh, I think the Holy Spirit is going to move so powerfully, and we're going to start seeing things that we've never seen before. Mm. And uh, I think the healings that are going to break out, they lead us to Him, and uh, I think that we're going to start... See- my biggest prayer for my whole life has been, God, when I sing, would you allow healing to open up in the room? I want to see people healed um, just because we've come before you. I want to just be at your feet, worshiping, having a blast, going going into intimacy, but I want I want to see people healed. I, w- I want to see them changed. I want to see uh, divorces um, stop. I want to see families come back together, marriages restored. I would like to see uh, babies uh, being conceived in the supernatural um, with people who have never been able to have that. I, mm-hmm. I want to see those kind of things. Uh, I would like to see limbs grow back. I think that that would be incredible. So, those yeah. are just little tiny things that I'm dreaming about and uh there's a lot more to come.
0: It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> don't you uh don't you love Joaquin that he, there's he didn't mention anything about performance or slick uh production right? Huh? Right. Um No, not at all. Yeah. <clears throat> amazing. Amazing. You said that I think you said in uh in Elements that I think it was the first time you met, Dylan, that you walked into his office and he was worshiping, didn't even mm-hmm. realize you were there. He was, yep. he was lost in worship. That's right. That's right. Some it's, people not mind That's where we met. That. He didn't yeah.
2: even know he'd come in the room and he was so gone. And the presence of God came and God started talking. We were in the process of praying about moving to Austin to, to plant this church. And um, yeah, we were pretty far leaning in that process. But, you know, still in that season of asking for the confirmations and what God wants it to look like, and all that. And in that environment that was created in the office where He's worshiping, I just step into the worship, and God starts talking to me about Austin in that. I started getting revelation, writing stuff down, promises out of Scripture. And I have the thought, I said, I "Said, man, God, you're talking to me a lot about Austin. Stuff I'd been praying for, waiting up for answers on. Like, you're talking to me a lot about Austin in the atmosphere that this, this created in, in wow. his worship. yeah. And then God said, said, Yeah, he is he is from Austin and uh he can be your worship pastor. Wow. I was like, never, I never we hadn't met. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a crazy. that's a big fleece. Like, is he like am I <laughs> in my hearing as clear as that sound? Like is is what? he from Austin? And um so yeah, afterwards I Started making small talk with him, I mean, what well, your point? He was so gone that he didn't know myself and another friend had come in the room, and I was like, "Ooh, I, I like that." He is—he is a true worshiper, you know. Throne room worship is not a performance. He's gone. He's leading us where he's going. Yeah. And uh, and then the presence that was there, I was like, "Ooh, I like this guy." And then that whole thing unfolded, and then we chatted afterwards. I'm like, "Hey, I'm like feeling it out." I'm like, yeah. "Hey, that was amazing, awesome! Like, good <laughs> to meet you. Like, hey, where are you from?" He's like, "Austin," and I was like, "Oh, oh wow! <laughs> All right, crazy. that was God. I just yeah. heard, I just heard Jesus. That's crazy. <laughs> it was yeah. a,
1: that was a life changing moment for me. I, I didn't know it until two years later. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know how big of a deal it was. It's, it's kind of like." It's, oh, kind, yeah. it's kind of like when a, when an angel comes to someone in the natural and they're like this is it changes something it yeah. shakes you I, two years later I look back on that and I'm like that actually it shaped it shaped me and even wow. for walking to even just affirm like man the way the way you are worshiping and he, I, I've never thought about that I'm like I just worship and I, I don't care who's in the room I want everybody in the room or no one I'm I'm perfectly fine and, uh, Which
2: is why you're perfect for it, the role. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, I just
1: that I've actually hung on, hung on to that. Like I've heard Joaquin tell this story quite a few times. I've told this story too, and I remember that of it, it was such an affirmation for my life. If I, if no one ever told me anything again, I could hang on to that word, and I would go deeper and deeper into worship mm. and into love with the Lord. Mm.
2: You know, a unique part of that story is when we started talking afterwards. It wasn't just uh, uh, yeah, he's from Austin, but as his story unfolded and, and, you could fill in details or whatever, but it was, he goes on to start talking about how he had plant, he had co-planted a church in his early 20, you know, he was just talking about his 20 year old self, but he, in his early 20s co-planted a church and he was the worship pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, but that process, uh, it it taught him all what he didn't know yet introduced him to himself of like, Oh man, I I have a lot I need to grow in and learn, which is why he actually felt led to come out to Bethel, Reading, do the school of ministry, literally to grow his capacity and his leadership and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, learn about pastor. And he, and he actually felt to lay down worship, not individually worship, but he didn't pursue going out for the worship team and, and, uh, and a, a path of worship there, he was there to learn about stewarding people, uh, stewarding right. uh, the presence, like his, his growing himself so that he could step back into this role and fulfill the call that was on. So it's God wow. bringing it full mm-hmm. circle. Yeah, That's so. so crazy. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's wild how God works. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> just a little, just a little bit. It makes me just think He knows what He's doing. Ah, uh, sometimes, yeah, totally. Other times, it takes us a while to come around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things that are sort of threads at the moment that are out there that I'd love you to just speak on, as in what you're feeling, where we're heading this year. So some of those threads, some of those tags we mentioned earlier. You know, we've heard stuff about. Um, you know we're desiring our our own building we're desiring that space we've heard things about marriages being healed we've heard things about people that haven't been able to conceive and have kids Mm -hmm. that's that's going to start breaking open Uh, we've heard that we'll be a church known for resurrection power right that the dead will be raised back to life Mm -hmm. Uh, we're hearing a lot at the moment Um, I'd hate for those little threads just be lost in the conversation Mm -hmm. along the way how do we sort of tie those together and start, you know, making a cord out of them.
2: Uh, I love, I love that you said, how do we tie those together? Because the word that I'm literally was hearing was uh, a a season of coming together. And we talked about, you know, individuals sitting on these promises, these, these ideas, these, these rocket ships, so to speak, these many, but, but God is knitting them together. He's making, Mm. he's making, um, a mesh, a a framework of of strength and support so that we can go where he's calling us to go. It's what I I really believe that this season is about that. And uh, people are going to be pursuing their individual promises and calls and all that, but there's a knitting together that's happening. It's a strengthening that it's not just individuals who have chosen to be in the same room, but we're becoming... uh, uh, a synergized unit, a family, um, there's something happening so that my strength becomes your strength and your strength becomes my strength and that we can all, we can all step into this promise together. So I feel like it's a real, those threads, it's what you're talking yeah. about. I feel like, you know, it was a, last year was really even a part of identifying a lot of those threads. And God's going to be obviously forever continue to unpack new threads, but really, this year is a tying together. What you said, a coming together of those of those threads, uh, those fibers, you know, for yeah. for a strengthening. So, yeah, it's going to be amazing. What do you think the most important
0: uh, things are for us as a church community to be focusing on right now? Um, is it is it our individual giftings? Is it I don't know what is it? Like I know mm-hmm. we're pursuing the presence, and that's core to it. Mm-hmm. But what do you think some of the things are that we should be? Really intentional about right now as we move into the season. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I think um, uh, praying into a promise and you know building could fall into that. I don't want to get too um, locked into superficial surface stuff. We we need we need space to grow into the promise. So I think it's important for us to be praying into the promise, pulling the promise the coming promise into the now, I think that is important, but really, uh, the two things I really want to hit on is what we've already touched is that culture of encouragement. I feel like that's really key for where we're going. And two is personal, personal development, personal growth. And it's not just the individual giftings, but it's expanding my personal capacity to, uh, host more of, of God. So expanding my character, expanding my, uh, uh, security, expanding my, my comfort, you know, expanding all, uh, comfort with what God is doing, not, not even personal comfort, but, um, revival comfort, but just personal growth. Like, um, because when it, when the promise comes, it comes with some weight. And I don't mean that in, in a scary way. I just mean the more ready we are the more God can release to us, right? And uh, He's got some some awesome stuff ahead. You know, we're yeah. already we're already in it. But I think uh, so. You know, a lot of the training, equipping, um, uh, uh, all the classes that we offer—the activate classes, the equip classes—all those things. Get in those. Get involved in a home group. Even even uh, counseling. We got a great transformation. If that's what God's doing in you in that season, there's no shame in that. Just let Him keep expanding you if we do that and we continue to encourage each other like we we're talking about and we continue to worship like we're talking about kaboom Yeah, <laughs> there's there's not gonna That's be an, any, any stopping <laughs> not gonna it. be yeah. any stopping what god what god does so it's amazing yeah it's amazing
0: i love it well thank you both for your time I, it's it's gonna be a great year yeah, yeah. it's there's gonna be a great year so much
2: yeah. anticipation excitement i'm uh pretty yeah. it's there's a it's not just a surface stirring. There's a deep, uh-huh. a deep stirring. Yeah. And there's a sustainability
0: that we're chasing after, right? We don't want to be just flashing the pan. And that's what I'm hearing from both of you is that there's a, there's a real intense feeling about building a strong foundation yes. as we move forward. So uh, that's exciting. I love that. We yeah. need to be a generation that builds sustainability.
1: Yes. Yeah. What we're doing. Absolutely. We have vision. We have vision for that. Yeah. For sure. And it's not to get a, a, ahead of ourselves, but to allow the Lord to grow us. Uh, in his time what he what he wants to do we're we're hungry for it but and we we do want to go slow as we're listening to him but slow is actually very fast around here and uh, I think we're doing a great job listening listening to him trying to listen getting it right getting it wrong where where we have and and uh getting a course correction from him and um I yeah I love it we just want to create space space for him to move so that's that's a huge goal so
0: it's amazing Well, thank you both for your
2: time. Yeah, thank you, Clint. It's always uh, a joy to be together.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much.
0: Absolutely, thank you, guys. So um, that has been a little bit of a different revival recap for you, but I trust you got a whole lot out of it. Let's set those targets for this year. Let's get our ourselves in that space of personal development, and let's be encouraging each other. Let's really build the culture that we are pursuing together as we move together as family. And if you are listening on a recording and you haven't been, uh, you know, if you haven't been in a service with us yet, and you're planning on coming down, then just be prepared to get your praise and worship on because uh, <laughs> we're going after the presence. So yeah. better step Woo. in ready you and fit to go. Um, and so uh, big shout out to everybody. Guys, we been for a great year. Remember that if you want to get more connected, grab one of our Connect Coaches on a Saturday evening meeting and they'll be able to point you in the right direction. And then like Joaquin said, uh, get connected into a life group, into the Equip classes, into uh, counseling if you need that, whatever's going on. Uh, just be intentional and pursue it because it is going to bear much fruit with your relationship with the Father. Uh, till next time, uh, we will see you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.
2: Thanks, everybody, for listening in. We're praying for your year. God bless.
1: Bless, bless, bless.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's Revival Recap. For more of our podcasts and other
2: resources,
0: visit BethelATX.com.